Father, why does Daddy insist on instant Sanka coffee? Your father says instant Sanka is 100% pure coffee, and the only instant coffee that lets him sleep. And your father knows best. Yes, it's Father Knows Best, transcribed in Hollywood, starring Robert Young, his father. A half-hour visit with your neighbors, the Andersons, brought to you by Instant Sanka, the delicious coffee that lets you sleep, and Post 40% Bran Flakes. Mother, next time you're choosing a cereal, remember, new Post Bran Flakes give your family all the important keep-regular benefits of bran in a cereal with a delicious new Magic Oven flavor. Insist on Post Bran Flakes, the cereal preferred and eaten by far more people than any other Bran Flakes. They're wonderful for breakfast, lunch, or in-between meals. So get post-brand flakes this weekend. They're good, and so good for you. Remember the play Harvey? One of the principal characters was an imaginary six-foot rabbit. Well, Harvey has nothing on the Andersons this afternoon. They have a rabbit four feet tall, and it's not imaginary. Anyway, it's real on the outside, white fur and big floppy ears. Inside, well, it's Kathy. She's standing in the middle of the den in the rabbit suit while Margaret and Betty and Bud stand off to study the effect. Like this. I think it looks fine, don't you, Betty? Sure, the costume's all right, but hold your paws up. Which ones? My front paws or my back paws? Your front ones, Dopey. A rabbit holds its paws up in front of him when he sits down. They don't hang down like he was saying, <laughs> It's a pretty dumb-looking rabbit, if you ask me. Nobody asked you. <laughs> All right, take it off, Angel. We want to keep it clean for tonight. Mother, can't you do something about that zipper in the front? Don't worry, no one will notice it. Well, I'll notice it. I have to be on the stage with her practically all the time. How can I convince myself that I'm Alice in Wonderland and she's a white rabbit with that zipper staring at me? Well, don't look at it. Bud, help me pull the costume off. What do you want me to do? Pull! Pull it off! Okay. Not by the tail! <laughs> Let go, stupid. You're pulling the tail off. There's nothing else to get hold of. Get away, Bud. Here, let me do it. What a bean brain. Hold still, Kathy. There. Now take the costume upstairs. Okay. Gee, looks like it came off a real rabbit. Pick the costume up. Don't drag it. I'm not. Gee, I wonder if it is. Wonder if it is what? Off a real rabbit. It could be. It could not. He'd have to be as big as a St. Bernard. Well, Mr. Ellis down the street raises rabbits. He said he had one as big as a dog. He didn't say what kind of a dog. <laughs> Margaret, I'm home. We're in the den, dear. What shall I do with my hair, Mother? For the play, I mean. Well, I suppose Well, what we do can't... we have here? A meeting? Hello, honey. Hello, dear. They didn't tell me how I should fix it. I certainly can't put it up in Hello, Father braids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, certainly not. That would look, Hello, Princess, ridiculous. <laughs> Why would it look ridiculous? Don't ask me. I don't even know what you're talking about. My hair for Alice in Wonderland. Oh, I'd say braids by all means. Pigtails with hair ribbons. What do you think, Mother? 
Go upstairs and try braiding it. See how it looks. Do you think my hair is long enough, Father? Oh, sure. I braid mine all the time. (laughs) They could have stretched it, I guess. (laughs) Stretch what? The rabbit skin. Oh? In case it was only as big as a small dog. That's probably what they did. Now, there's about as disconnected a piece of conversation as I've ever heard. He was talking about Kathy's costume for the play tonight. Oh, that's probably for you, honey. Oh, hello? Oh, yes, he's here. Just a moment. It's for you, dear, Herb Ellis. Oh. What's wrong? Oh, nothing. Uh, hello? Oh, that's all right, Herb. He did? When? Well, I'll... Gladly be a witness for you, but I don't think I can do you any good. Well, he'll probably call me Herb. I'll see what I can do. Not at all. Goodbye. What's all this? Oh, a little traffic accident. Herb Ellis and George Newman collided the other night. I happened to be driving behind Herb and saw the whole thing. Apparently, I'm the only witness. Was anyone hurt? Oh, George bumped his nose. It was nothing. But now Herb tells me George is threatening to sue him for $50,000. 50000 <laughs> Three guesses who that is. Yeah, the battle is on. Hello, George. Oh, mental telepathy, I guess. Yes, I remember. Well, George, Herb just called and wants me to be a witness for him. Look, I don't see any reason for a lawsuit. The insurance company will repair your car. And they'll repair your nose, too. (laughs) Well, look, George, I'll talk to you later. All right. Goodbye. Hmm, it looks as if you're caught in the middle, dear. Well, the whole trouble is... Who called, Mother? It wasn't for you. I'll be right down. Betty, don't come down. It was George Newman. Oh, tell him I'll call him back. Oh, me. Uh, you were saying, dear? I was saying, Margaret, that technically the accident was Herb's fault. He bumped into George. But George was really to blame for it. He drove right in front of Herb's car. And Herb had the right of way. Father! What is it, princess? Why should I call him back? I don't know any George Newman. (laughs) Betty, you don't have to call him back. It wasn't for you. It was for me. Well, dear, if the accident was Herb's fault... Margaret, I I... said technically it was his fault. But George is really responsible. He just didn't see Herb's car. George Newman needs glasses and won't admit it. That's the crux of the problem right there. You know, I've often wondered if George needed glasses. The last time we met on the street, he patted me on the head and asked me how things were going at school. (laughs) Well, that's George. But you know how stubborn he is. He absolutely will not admit there's anything wrong with his eyes. I can't do a thing with my hair. Dad, can I have the rabbit skin when Kathy gets through with it? Just a minute, children. That's for you, dear, I know. I can't hear anything in here. I'll take it in the breakfast room. Dad. You'll have to come with me if you want to talk, bud. I think my hair is too short for braids. Don't you, mother? Dad. What is it, bud? Hello? Claude Mesner gave his dog a haircut and he overdid it. (laughs) Oh, hello, Herb. Uh, Yes, George called me. He's bald all over. Well, he insists on going through with it. The rabbit skin would make him a good coat. Uh, Excuse me, Herb. Bud, later, later, later. Okay, okay. Well, I don't know what to tell you, Herb. The way it stands, George has a good chance of winning the case. 
Sure, I know why the accident happened. He can't see past the end of his nose. Yes, I've tried to point that out to George, and he won't listen. Well, I'll do what I can, Herb. Well, don't worry about it. We'll find some way out of this thing. Yeah, well, call me back later. Goodbye. Dear, aren't you assuming an awful lot of responsibility, promising her... I didn't promise him anything, honey. I told him I'd try. The poor fellow was worried sick. If George takes this to court and wins a judgment against him for $50,000, Herb is sunk. Well, I don't know what he expects you to do. What a fine predicament. Dear, you act as if it were your problem. Well, it is, in a way. After all, George and I are friends. I I might be able to influence him if anyone could. I thought George and Herb were good friends. Well, they used to be, but then Herb started raising rabbits behind his garage, and the rabbits would get out and go over into George's garden. Well, George got to hating the rabbits, and then he got mad at Herb for raising the rabbits, and one thing led to another. They've been feuding ever since. Oh, dear. Mother, will you tie the ribbons in my hair? Come here. What are you reading? Magazine. Princess, if you're supposed to be getting ready for the play tonight, couldn't you postpone your reading until later? Oh, it's the most interesting story. Two men are having a big argument over this piece of land. And then a third man comes in. He's real nice. He wants to settle a quarrel without bloodshed. This is in the magazine? Mm Mm-hmm. The men who are quarreling are named Fisher and O'Toole. Look, if you must read... The third man is Elmo Pern. Elmo Pern? (laughs) He decides Fisher is in the right, so he offers to help him. And the next thing Elmo knows, he's in it so deep he can't get out. What uh, happens to Elmo? They shot him. (laughs) I think you'd better put the magazine down, Betty. Why? You're scaring your father. Oh, don't be ridiculous, Margaret. Just because some tired writer happens to... Hey, Dad! Mom! We're in here, bud. Come out on the porch. Look what I got. Oh, groan. What's he brought home now? Dad! Mom! Come here! Bring it in here, bud! This box is heavy. Wait till you see. What a deal. Where's Kathy? What in the world do you have in that box? Oh, you guys going to be surprised. Tell Kathy to come here. Well, what is it, Dopey? Did somebody give you a grand piano? It, it, it was Mr. Ellis. You know, Herb Ellis. He said you were doing such a big favor for him, Dad. Really saving his life in a lawsuit or something that he wanted to do something nice for me. Uh-oh, here we go. But I didn't promise to do anything for Herb. Oh, you must have, Dad. He says thanks to you, his worries are over. He says they don't make men like you anymore. Now, wait. He says after they made you, they threw away the mold. (laughs) But I didn't do it. He thinks you're the greatest guy in the world, Dad. And to show his appreciation for what you're doing, he gave me all his rabbits. Oh, he shouldn't have... (laughs) Rabbits? Oh, no. Rabbits in there? In that box? Sure, look. Five of them. (gasps) They are rabbits. Are you sure those are rabbits? They look like fox terriers. Herb said they're the king size. (laughs) And they're not really mine, Dad. They're yours. Mine? Sure, you earned them. I'll get it. Hello? Just a minute. It's for you, Father. It's George Newman. Oh, great. What do you want to do with your rabbits, Dad? Mr. Newman is waiting, Father. Princess, drop the father. Oh? Just call me Elmo Pern. Well, between rabbits, plays, accidents, and lawsuits, it's no wonder Father is frantic looking for a way out of the situation. 
And, Mother, if you've been puzzled about what to serve for breakfast, listen. Mothers, Bran has long been famous as a source of important keep-regular benefits. Perhaps you've served Bran only to hear comments about it not having much taste appeal. Well, now, new post-40% Bran Flakes have a new, wonderful, magic oven flavor. A crisper texture that makes it delicious. That's why post-brand flakes are preferred and eaten by far more people than any other brand flakes. So serve your family brand flakes by post. And be certain they get the vital, keep regular benefits of brand in a cereal they'll love eating. Remember, for goodness sake, eat post-brand flakes. So good and so good for you. Next time you're shopping, Mother, get post-brand flakes. Bought by far more people than any other bran flakes. Post bran flakes are wonderful for breakfast, wonderful for lunch, and wonderful for pre-bedtime snacks. They're good, and so good for you. Well, sir, being the only witness to that little traffic accident between his neighbors, George Newman and Herb Ellis, has placed Jim in a rather uncomfortable position. At first, he was merely caught in the middle. Now, he suddenly finds himself committed to the task of extricating Herb from an impending lawsuit. Obviously, life in the white frame house on Maple Street is becoming just a little complicated. Jim is still on the phone. Like this. Well, look, George, I've already promised Herb, and I can't be a witness for both of you. Hey, Dad, something's wrong with these rabbits. Uh, excuse me a second, George. But I... There's five of them, but I counted 11 years. How come? <laughs> Mother, make him take those beasts out of here. Uh, hold on, George. Margaret, can you... Bud, come out of here while your father's phoning and take those rabbits outside. Where shall I take them? Outside. I didn't hear you, George. Where outside? In the garage. What, what was that again? We're in the garage. Any place in the garage, Dopey. Just take them out. George, I'll call you back. Yeah, I think we have a bad connection. Bud? Okay, I'm taking them out. Good night. You'd think they were poison or something. Now, just what is going on? You call me, Dad? No, he didn't, Bud. Just keep going. What you got, Bud? Let me see. You can't talk on the telephone in this house. It's an absolute impossibility. Well, I did my best, dear. Bud and those idiotic rabbits... Are you finished with my hair, Mother? Yes, it's finished. How do I look, Father? Do I look like Alice? Alice who? <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Oh. Oh, we have to be at the theater in about an hour, Mother. I hope Kathy doesn't forget what she's supposed to do as a white rabbit. Hey, where is she? What's she doing? Kathy! Kathy! Rabbits, lawsuits, Alice in Wonderland. Dear, why don't you just tell George and Herb to settle this thing themselves... It's not your responsibility. I know, but I feel like, well, somebody has to take Herb's side, and he's counting on me. If George takes this case to court, Herb's a dead duck. All right, so what do you have to do? Well, I don't have to do anything. I'm doing it because, well, Herb's done a lot of things for me. I don't mean to be mercenary, dear, but what has he done? Oh, a lot of things, like, uh, well, I can't recall exactly at the moment, but... Well, the point is, honey, I promised. Promised what? That I'd do something. Do what? 
Well, <sighs> I'll say this much: you're becoming very popular. Hello. Oh, hello, George. Yes, I can hear you fine now. Well, I was going to call you back, but oh no, I, I think you're making a big mistake. Why don't you wait a few days before you file suit? Dad. Well, <laughs> look, George. Uh, Herb got rid of the rabbits. I know, I know, but he doesn't have the rabbits anymore. What did he do with them? Well, he he got rid of them. Well, that's right. Dad, Bud, your father's talking on the phone. Well, look, George. Why don't you come over and we'll discuss the whole problem? Yes, here at my house. Fine, George. I'll be looking for you. Goodbye. Now we're getting somewhere. Dad, Bud, if you want to talk to your father, come in here. George is coming over. If I can make him forget about those darn rabbits. Dad. Honey, let's put out some of that butterscotch candy that George likes. Dad, I need help, quick. Oh, what's the matter? The rabbits got out of the box and I can't catch them. Well, don't worry, they can't get away. There's a fence around the backyard. They're not in the backyard. Well, where are they? They're in the house. Oh, then you don't have to... In the house? Oh, no. Well, we know where one of them is. <laughs> There's another one heading into the living room. Get it, Bud. There's one in the dining room. Oh, great Caesar! Daddy, Daddy, we got rabbits. Bud, round up those animals and quick. Bud Anderson, get that rabbit out of my room. Father, they're all over the house. Somebody answered the phone. Hello. There's one. There's another one. Hello. Oh yes, her. Don't stand there, Bud. Catch them. Catch them. I can't catch them. I tried. Oh. oh yes, everything's going fine, Herb. Bud, there's one going into the piano. Uh, excuse me, Herb. There's one in the coat closet. Get him, Bud. In the closet, in the piano. I'm getting dizzy. You've got to gather them up, Bud. Mr. Newman's coming over. Hello, Herb. What? The noise? Oh, the <laughs> the kids are playing a little game. Yeah. Well, well, George is coming over. I, I'm going to talk to him. Look at him go, boy! This is fun. Grab him, knucklehead. Yeah. Well, uh, don't worry, Herb. I said, don't worry. Uh, goodbye, Herb. Jim, you'd better call George and tell him not to come over. We can't catch these rabbits. It's too late, Margaret. He's on his way. Get some carrots, Bud. Lure them out. I can't, Dad. They're tearing around like crazy. Oh, dear, you can't bring George into this house. You know how he feels about rabbits. Oh, me. How do I get into these things? If Bud hadn't brought the darn rabbits home... Then I have the rabbits. Can I, Daddy? Oh, there's George Newman. You can't bring him into the house, Jim. Oh, creepers. We have to be at the theater in a half hour. Get into your costume, Kathy. I'll have to talk to him on the front porch, that's all. Come on, shrimp. We've got to hurry. Dear, you can't keep him out there on the front porch. Well, we'll go for a walk or something. Well, hello, George. Uh, how are you? Oh, very well. Yes, indeed. Fine. <laughs> that you, Jim? Why, of course. Didn't you recognize me? Recognize you? Me? Why, certainly. Couldn't see who it was from a distance there. Can't anybody see from a distance. I've got 20-20 vision. Always have had. Where are you, Jim? <laughs> I'm uh, right here, George. Oh, oh, yes. There you are. <laughs> well, let's go in. Say, this is a fine big living room you have. And I like the way you kind of drop down into it. George, that's the street out there. You're going down the front step. 
<laughs> I must have got turned around. Yeah, well, let's go in and sit down. Uh, George, wait. I, I thought we oh, might... Oh, my uh... feet are tired, Jim. I had to walk over since that Herb Ellis banged my car up. Oh, we'll make him pay. Look at my nose, Jim. Broken, shattered, absolutely shattered. The doctor says it isn't, but I know better. It's my nose. It, where are you, Jim? <laughs> I'm right here, George. Look, it's pretty stuffy in the house. Suppose we... Uh... Oh, feels fine in here. It's warm, nice. Yes, sir. Close the door and let's sit down. Well... Dad. Dad. What, bud? Ixnay on the living room lay. Abbott's way. Yeah, I know, but... Well, who do we have here, Jim? One of the children, huh? <laughs> My, how she's grown. <laughs> Now, wait, uh, George. Mr. Newman, uh, this is me. Well, how do you do, my dear? You know, Jim, Betty looks more like her mother every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'll see you later. Yes, 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 indeed. Oh, she is lovely, Jim, lovely. I like a girl with a deep voice. <laughs> well, Jim, this is the living room, I presume. Yes, but it's not very comfortable. Uh, why don't we go into the den? Uh, this couch is for me, Jim. This is for me. Now, sit down there, Jim. I want to tell you how my attorney plans to handle a case. Herb isn't going to have a leg to stand on. Now, wait, George. I'll admit Herb is technically at fault. You bet he is. Oh, you bet. But there's a more important factor to consider in this. I'm going to be very frank, George, because I've known both you and Herb a long time. That accident was your fault. My fault? George, you need glasses, and you know it. Me? Need glasses? Why, I can see as well as anybody else, not a thing wrong with my eyes. 20-20 vision. Always had 20-20. When was the last time you had your eyes checked? I've never had them checked. That's nonsense. I guess I know if I can see or not. Hey, hey what was that? Oh, those confounded rabbits. Uh, what, what was what, George? Something scampered across the room. Uh, I didn't see anything. Uh, cat, I guess. That gave me a turn. I thought for a second it was a rabbit. Rabbit? <laughs> Daddy! Uh, what is it, kitten? Can you come in? Hey, excuse me a minute, George. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, Jim. My darn that looked like a rabbit. Where are you, kitten? Here in the den, Daddy. Kathy! What in the world have you got on? This is my white rabbit costume. Betty and I are going to be in Alice in Wonderland. Well, after all the other rabbits in this madhouse today, it was sort of a shock. Uh, what do you want, kitten? I have to have a pocket watch to carry in the play. Do you have one, Daddy? Oh, not with me. There's an old one around the house someplace. You'll have to find it. I will. Mr. Newman's waiting in the living room. That watch is around someplace. Thank you, Daddy. I'll find it. Jim. Jim, come here, quick. Uh, what, what's the trouble, George? You've got rabbits in this house. What? Now, don't tell me I didn't see them right past the couch here. Two of them. Oh, George. I saw them. Ask. Tell me I need glasses. There's nothing wrong with my eyes. Look there. There's another one. Where? On the piano. Now, George, old man. Don't you give me that. You're not going to convince me there's not a rabbit sitting on that piano. This house is full of white rabbits. Oh, that's ridiculous, George. Excuse me for a minute. No, sir, Jim. I could... Yeah. <laughs> Great Scott. What's that? Don't mind me. I'm just looking for my pocket watch. What? Jim, look at the size of that rabbit. What rabbit? Great Caesar, don't you see him? That's the biggest darn rabbit I ever saw. I don't know, George. You've been acting pretty strangely ever since you came in here. 
Frankly, I'm worried about you. There it goes. Out of the room again. It was a rabbit four feet tall. Look, George, why don't you lie down? I'll get some cold water. But I saw it. I'm sure. I'm sure I did. It walked right around the room. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. All right, George. You saw it. No. No, I I, I couldn't have. Four-foot rabbit. Why, even in Texas, they don't grow them that big. <laughs> I apologize, Jim. I... My eyes must be in terrible shape. Well, you just need glasses. That's all, George. But I eat carrots three times a day. Carrots. Jim, that explains why I'm seeing rabbits. I've overdone it. Well, <laughs> you'll be all right, George. Just go to see a good eye doctor. Yes. Yes, I will, Jim. And will you tell her, Bellis, I'm awfully sorry? Ask him if he'll just forget the whole thing. I, My, I didn't realize I was in such bad shape. Well, now, don't you worry about her. Uh... There goes another one. I, 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 I'm going home. Good night, Jim. <laughs> what happened, dear? <laughs> George decided he'd better get home. That four-foot rabbit prowling around the living room undid him a little. Did I scare him, Daddy? Yes, and you accomplished a very worthwhile purpose. What about the lawsuit, Father? Oh, that's all forgotten about. We played kind of a dirty trick on old George, but it was for his own good. You should have seen him. He thought I was Betty. <laughs> oh, this man does need glasses. Well, we have just one more problem, and this may be the answer to it. Hello? Well, I sort of guessed it was you, Herb. Yeah, he asked me to apologize to you and tell you to forget the whole thing. Oh, that's all right, Herb. But I'll tell you, there is one thing you can do for me. Come over here and get your confounded rabbits. Hello, Jerry Marshall. Well, it's getting near bedtime for a lot of us, isn't it? Wondering how you will sleep tonight? How rested and refreshed you'll feel tomorrow? Well, for many of you, the answer to that question depends largely on the coffee you drink, you know. Because ordinary coffee, that is, coffee with caffeine, is apt to cause you hours of sleeplessness. But instant Sanka coffee can't interfere with sleep. You see, it isn't the coffee itself. It's the caffeine in coffee that ruins your sleep. And 97% of the caffeine has been removed from instant Sanka. But, of course, the rich, warm, satisfying goodness is still there for you to enjoy in every tempting cup. So try instant Sanka coffee. You will sleep better at night, and you will feel better the next day. Well, in case any of you folks were worried about it, Herb Ellis came over and gathered up his bunnies a while ago, and the Anderson household is once again inhabited only by people. Now, as the hour grows late, Jim and Margaret are folding up the papers, turning off the lights, and preparing to retire. Like this. <laughs> you should have been in here, honey. <laughs> when Kathy walked in in the rabbit costume? Yeah, I'll never forget the look on George's face. Someone at the door. Now, who could be coming around at this time of night? Yes? Hello, Jim. Oh, George. Hello, Margaret. George, you look different. <gasps> You're wearing glasses. Yeah. <laughs> they belong to the wife. I just had to stop by and tell you, Jim, that I'm seeing things I never knew existed before. Why, it's wonderful. <laughs> well, I'm happy to hear it, George. 
Won't you come in? Uh, no, no, thanks. I'm just prowling around, seeing the sights. <laughs> but there's one question I want to ask you, Jim. What is it, George? Did that rabbit ever find his watch? <laughs> But we'll be back with Father Knows Best, starring Robert Young as Jim Anderson. Until then, good night and good luck from the makers of Post 40% Bran Flakes, the cereal preferred and eaten by far more people than any other Bran Flakes, and Instant Sanka, the delicious coffee that lets you sleep. In our cast were Rhoda Williams as Betty, Gene Vanderpile, Ted Donaldson, Helen Strom, and Parley Bear. Calcium helps grown-ups to a more vigorous life. And now there's calcium in hot wheat meal. Calcium helps your body run smoothly. And now there's calcium in hot wheat meal. Calcium helps you to enjoy a more active life. And now there's calcium in hot wheat meal. Yes, a one-ounce serving contains one-third of your daily calcium needs. And post-wheat meal is a whole wheat cereal, creamy, smooth, delicious, cooks instantly. Get new post-wheat meal with more calcium than any other cereal, hot or cold. Father Knows Best, based on characters created by Ed James, was transcribed in Hollywood and written by Paul West and Roswell Rogers. This is Bill Foreman speaking. Tonight, play Truth or Consequences on the NBC radio network.